Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Tuesday, September 21st, 2021. Topics on today's episode include credit risk transfer transactions from Fannie Mae, and what to expect from the FOMC events that get underway today. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Regora. If you haven't heard about Regora yet, pay attention. Regora is a fast-growing fintech dedicated to modernizing residential appraisal and valuation. Lenders and appraisers across the country are seeing impressive efficiency gains and cost reductions with Regora's platform, including a 213% increase in appraisal capacity and savings of $70 per loan file. All this efficiency comes from configurable automations and embedded LOS and POS integrations, which bring speed, transparency, and control to the appraisal process. In fact, Regora's platform is the only appraisal solution on the market to truly unlock the full potential of loan file data and documentation. Integrating deeply with your tech stack, Regora can deliver the right data and documentation to stakeholders inside and outside of your organization in virtual real-time. Regora enables appraisal desk managers to reduce double work and empowers loan officers to close faster. Learn more at regora.com. A sign in the window reads, Cured Meats. Inside, a salami takes its first steps since the accident. A prosciutto learns to forgive. There's all kinds of things going on. First, a healthy active secondary market helps rates in the primary markets. Fannie Mae announced its intention to enter into new risk credit transfer transactions in the fourth quarter of 2021 through its Connecticut Avenue Securities and Credit Insurance Risk Transfer programs. In anticipation of the agency loan limits increase for 2022, PennyMac is offering brokers conforming high-balance loan amounts up to at least $625,000 in all states and counties, except New York State, effective with today's locks. Some things are eternal, like the Swallows returning to Capistrano or the start of college football season. For some not-so-good news that happens every year, with the start of fiscal year 2022 soon approaching on October 1st, the USDA Rural Development Agency sent out single-family housing guaranteed loan program conditional commitment process. It reads, at the beginning of each fiscal year, funding for the guaranteed loan program is not available for approximately two weeks. USDA anticipates this brief lapse in funding to continue for fiscal year 2022, so issues conditional commitments form RD 3555-18-18E. For the links to those stories, visit robchrisman.com. In a week filled with central bank action, including the Fed, Yesterday was about risk concerns over Chinese developer Evergrande and the fight over the U.S. debt ceiling. Treasury Secretary Yellen said yesterday that the U.S. faces widespread economic catastrophe if it doesn't raise or suspend the debt ceiling, as the government will run out of money next month. The House votes this week on an increase in the debt ceiling, but there's little likelihood it will get passed in the Senate. Couple that risk out of China, with weakness in global equities, and the FOMC events this week, and U.S. Treasuries rallied in curve-flattening fashion by the day's end yesterday. The NAHB Housing Market Index rose slightly in September when it was expected to decline. Unfortunately, it's still the second lowest reading since July of last year, and follows a significant drop last month. Building material cost challenges eased, particularly for lumber, though delivery times remain elevated and there is a construction labor shortage. MBA's latest forbearance and call volume survey revealed that the total number of loans now in forbearance decreased by 8 basis points to 3.00% of servicers' portfolio volume in the prior week as of September 12th, meaning 1.5 million homeowners remain in forbearance plans. 
MBA chief economist Fratantoni says September and October are going to be very busy for servicers, as many of those in forbearance reach the end of their terms. Quote, while millions of homeowners have been helped thus far, it is going to be critical for servicers to continue to provide assistance to ensure their customers exit into a sustainable resolution. I'm hopeful that this forbearance program, which has been quite successful thus far, will end well. End quote. Attention now turns to the two-day FOMC meeting that gets underway today. Investors are looking for any clues about the Fed pulling back on its $120 billion in monthly bond purchases, as well as signals for when the committee will lift rates. That follows a few economic releases. We've received housing starts and building permits for August in at 1.615 and 1.782 million annualized, respectively, both beating expectations, and Philadelphia Fed non-manufacturing firm and region indexes for September, down 15.3 and up 21.9, respectively. Later today brings a treasury auction of $24 billion reopened 20-year bonds. We begin the day with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged and the 10-year yielding 1.32% after closing yesterday at 1.31%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Two women were fighting bitterly in Chicago for the last seat on a bus. The driver tried to intervene, but it was of no use. Finally, from up in the front, the driver said, just let the ugly one have it. Both women remain standing for the rest of the trip. <laughs> Thanks again to this week's sponsor, Regora. With Regora, lenders can reduce work for appraisal desk managers while speeding up appraisal turn times. And it's easier than you might think to implement. If you'd like to learn more about how your organization can benefit, visit regora.com. That's R-E-G-G-O-R-A dot com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.